Okay, aloha. My name is Chris Morales, and I'm one of the pastors here at Newton Wanna Baptist Church, and you're turning into our Family Talk podcast. Family Talk is a compilation of membership memoirs of Newton Baptist Church, sharing testimonies for the glory of God, life lessons, stories, and gems for the next generation. Today is May 25th, 2021, and I'm sitting here today with... Liana Lau yeah. Ben. Hey, there she is, Mama Ben. All right, how's your day going? Pretty good. Pretty yeah? Good. yeah? Yeah. Yeah, good, good, yeah. good. I'm glad you're here with us today. a Zoom meeting this morning already. Oh, you and your Zooms. You're more tech savvy than me, man. No, no, no. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, and you, um, you working today? No, going to work? I'm off. Oh, lovely. No, I go in and out, but I'm off. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, and for our audience who don't know, where do you work? Royal Kitchen, yes. home of the Baked Manapua. All right, Dim Sum Barbecue, 100 North Baritania. Huh? Shop number 175. <laughs> no, that's great. Great Dim Sum made with love. Uh, check it out. There's that plug. <laughs> Thank you. No, no. Um, but this is fun. This is really, really fun. And I'm... Um, yeah, actually, just we were texting earlier, and you almost couldn't come through this morning, right? right? Last night, it was a kind of a rough one, and yeah, throat not doing good. And then by God's grace, you woke up this morning and just feeling better, feeling better, better clear, and uh, eager to come down and and do this. I appreciate that. Um, I'm very thankful for the uh, the many the many memories and our members that are excited to share to share. So, okay, well. Let's go ahead and kind of get get into it. Um, eager to hear from you. I know that I'm not the only one. <laughs> I wish you guys could see her face right now. <laughs> what kind of face is that? <laughs> oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Uh, Mama Ben is such a. Well, actually, I wanted to ask really quick. How did that nickname kind of just get coined when I came here, or it's people have been calling you Mama Ben for years or decades? That's or, my email. It's your email. How did yeah, my oh. brother said it sounded like a trucker? You know, it's funny because I've all I don't know. I don't even know how because I know I've always called you Mama Ben, but I, I don't remember ever. My office used to call me Mama Ben. Yeah, that's so well, because, like, you know, when I first came back to the church like five years ago and stuff, I mean, you know, I'd call everyone by their first name or some people, you know, auntie, uncle. Um, but then for some reason, it's just I knew to always call you Mom Ben. And I was like, how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> I guess because everyone else does. My office used to call me that. Mm. And other things. Well, like, you... mo- like motor mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so we'll have a fun interview then. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> That's really neat though, man. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, let's get into this with uh, Mama Ben. Um, how long have you been a Christian? Kind of a long time. I can't remember, so I had to go check the records. <laughs> um, I was baptized back in 1957. Oh, wow. Beautiful. February 15th, along with a bunch of others. Wow. Because we were all members of the... Started in a mission. I never really came to this church. We okay. were part of the mission, Central School. Okay. The okay, ironic okay. thing is that I just live a block from here mm. at that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there was a wonderful woman who went door to door, Ethel Chong. Wow. And she's related to Dan Kong. Ethel would go knock on doors of immigrant Chinese immigrant families. Oh, wow and would invite the kids to come 
and she would find another woman. She didn't drive. She would find another woman to carpool these kids. So we had to walk to Coila Lane, okay, which is by the Seven Eleven now, yes. and wait for our ride. Wow. To Central School. Okay. I mean, I could have come up there, right around, <laughs> right around the corner, you know. But she did that. Mm. And while we were there, I met Joyce Baker, who is now Joyce Baker Wong, Arthur Wong, Carmen Tom's brother, mm -hmm. and others. It was that that we started this long-term relationship. Joyce is still a dear friend and mentor. Wow. You know. Wow. Um, so we had Sunday school there. It was not the best of conditions because those days there was no air conditioning <laughs> and you were in this crowded room you know hot wow. summer yeah. central school yeah. but um we stayed there for quite a while and then the mission broke down and then i went to lincoln school okay we had another mission there okay okay i really am an mk i'm a mission kid mm. and from lincoln school we went to kalihi kai and that's when the Connishiros came in and we were very active there. And that's how I got to know Irene, Richard, um, Tim and his family, oh. you know, Erlene and David. So, and then I think the Thomas Shiros were there too. Um, and those were my teen years. Okay. Mm. So missions was already in my veins mm. wow. by then. Wow. Um, so at which one of those missions, so you went from the school street or central to Kalihi. No, but to Lincoln to School. To Lincoln, Lincoln. Papa Kaleo. Because okay, we tried okay. to, I mean, I went knocking door to doors. Okay. So, and well, at those so at those different missions, which which one was the one where you first like heard the gospel? Central. It was at Central. Yeah. And was it from Ethel? No. Is she the one? Ethel or she, she got the one you just there. just got us there. Wow, she cool. Was a, she was a foot soldier. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. So she was kind of rounding up the cake right, in the community. right. And then she brought you there, and that's where you, they, they had a missionary, or they had a past, uh, the well, local church Joyce doing that? Well, and Arthur, they were doing Sunday school there. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. And then yeah. that's where you first heard the message of Christ. You mm -hmm. heard about Jesus. Wow. And do, do you, can you, how old, so how old about were you, 19, because you got baptized out of one of those missions? From one of those Sunday schools? Yeah, in yeah, 57. In 57. So I was about 10. You was about 10 years old. 12. 10, no. 12. no. 50, I was 12 already. No, okay. 11. I was 11. Okay. I was okay. 11 already. Wow. 10 or 11. Wow. So, God. but I think we did it as the thing to do. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? I mean, you just did it as a group thing. I like did it like as in. Yeah. Does everybody believe in Jesus? You oh, raise your hand. Okay. And, okay. And Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So I, I don't think I had that relationship. Oh, until okay. much later. Wow. Okay. That's, so, that's significant. So, yeah. but. But you first heard the gospel at right, age 11. Right. And I and I loved working there. Yeah, yeah. Okay? But as I got to be a teenager, we were not very well off. Mm. So I had to find a job. Well, my mother found me a job. Mm. And as a teenager, you usually get the weekends. Okay. You get the junk shifts. Yeah, yeah. They're not so nice shifts. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to work weekends, and I tried to get Sunday off. But uh -huh. when I couldn't, when I could, I would go to the missions. Okay. Uh, the mission. And when I couldn't, I had to work. You right. Know? So right. Um, I knew some of the girls here, but we weren't really close buds because they had their own okay. cliques. Mm. You know, that's the thing we need to watch out for, too, for 
for our young people absolutely is not to to be more inclusive not that they were bad about it, they were good about it but i just felt out mm, mm-hmm. you know that i wasn't part of that right they right. were real chummy and yeah. i wasn't you know yeah. kind of thing but i got to know them later and we we are good friends you mm. know it's just you know, as a t- as a young teen, yes, up, an early teen, yes, um, you just have those what we call um, hesitations or mm. you're, you're yeah, reservations. Yeah, yeah reservations. Yes. That's a good yeah. word. Yeah. No, that's good. So, so it was about you said you heard the gospel at age eleven, and then it wasn't until a little later mm-hmm. that you said you had a personal relationship with Christ. Can, can you tell us more about that? Like, when was it a little later? Much and how later, did, I okay. Think, yeah, actually, whoa. I think I think I think I went through. Well, Much then I, I met my husband in school, college. Okay. okay. And it was the uh, mission pastor Ernest Combs that married us. Okay. Okay. How old were you about that time? Oh, gee. <laughs> twenty, twenty, about twenty, twenty. No, I got married at twenty-one. Okay. Awesome. I'm too young. Too okay. Young. <laughs> so anyway. Um, yeah, married at 21. Then we went to Taiwan. Okay. And um, the ironic thing is that I was there. We just had we had just arrived in Taipei, Taiwan, and then I had noticed that our luggage had come to the port of Jilong, hmm. which is a northern part. So we took buses and whatever. We didn't have a car. And I saw this lady with a lei. Hmm. That was Ethel Chong. Oh my goodness. Ha ha. In Taiwan. In Taiwan wow. on that day. She had just arrived. Oh my goodness. With the lay on. I said, she got to be from Hawaii. She got a lay on, <laughs> you know? So I said, Miss Chong, you know, I never called her Ethel. Miss yeah, Chong. Yeah. <laughs> I said, what are you doing here? She said that she had accepted the call to minister to the Hakka people because she spoke the Hakka dialect. Wow. You know, oh Chinese has gosh. many, many dialects. Wow. And she spoke the Hakkai dialect. Okay. So it was like a God thing. That, of all days. Absolutely. Yeah. The one who who reached out to you in the local community here right. in Hawaii. And then and now you get to see her on another part of the globe yeah, doing Taiwan. the same thing on such a grander scale. Like, wow, that's so neat. Okay, yeah. so keep going. Yeah. So then I went to, um, I had to find a church. Mm. My Chinese was not very good. My okay. Mandarin Chinese was not very good. So I said, I'm not going to be able to sit through a worship service with mm. this, you know. Mm. So I found a English-speaking service in a church that ministered to the college students. They did it so that they could. And that's when I met some missionaries there. Mm. One of them was Rosalie Hunt, who is now an author, and she comes by once in a while, very active in WMU. Wow. And... Um, then they tapped me to be a Sunday school teacher to the MKs. So you started going to church with Ethel? No. Did she Ethel, help you find a church? I, oh, you I just saw her in just passing? just saw her wow. in passing, okay. and okay. she went down south okay. Okay. to do her ministry. To do her mission, okay. Yeah, so, and then from there, Jason was born there. Okay. Jason was born Oh, in that's a fun fact. I didn't know yeah. that. Born in Taiwan. And then we came back. We went to Michigan, mm-hmm. and that's when I transferred my membership to to a church there in michigan mm-hmm. okay but i didn't get really involved there because i had one keiki okay and one coming okay so it was wow. like and i was working okay wow so so 
just to pause in the story, so so heard the gospel at age 11, baptized in 57. You're in your 20s, newlywed, Taiwan to Michigan. But up until this point, there's still not a no. real personal relationship no. with Christ. Okay, continue no. on. So, and I had some incidents of discrimination there. Mm. But they were like Manini stuff. Okay. You know, I mean, you just slough it off. Okay. You know? In Michigan. In Michigan. Okay. And um, I'm not used to that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially but being from okay. Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I got along well mm. with my new agency. I work for the Environmental Protection Agency. Okay. And I helped start the personnel office there. Wow. And I got to travel with them mm. a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, learned a lot. Wow. And but was very busy as a working mom of two. And mm. um, so I didn't get really involved with church activities. I tried to attend worship service because uh-huh. I had a screaming little kid right. in the nursery. <laughs> so, um, Well, I'm in that boat right now, so. <laughs> no, they, they grow nice. That's right. They grow. Um, then, then we moved back. I was tired of the bleak and hot summers mm. and stuff. So I got a job offer here. Okay. I came back to Hickam. Oh, okay. And I didn't really come back to church. Okay. And it wasn't until Richard Kaneshiro saw me, because he worked at Hickam. He said, you know, you better come back. Wow. So I did. Wow, wow. It's amazing then, how God places people in our lives oh at yeah, particular he, times, he, right? He kept telling me, Gosh. Hey, you better come back. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> So okay. I did. And, oh, praise um, God. And then I got thrown into all kinds of stuff, you know, to do. What, I, where was your heart at right so that you come back and now you're getting thrown into stuff, but it doesn't seem like there's a... I think I was growing, but I, I didn't have that strong relationship. Yeah, then, you know? yeah. Like a, yeah. And it was, it was through... I think I was going to Sunday school, and then they tapped me to teach a bilingual class. Okay. Um, and then through that, I think I was just getting more into the word. Mm. And mm. and then that you see a relationship is not like a like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's more for me. It was like a slow growth. Yeah, I I totally resonate you with know? that. Yeah. So as yeah. I was getting to the word, and as I was helping teach. It was and like you were teaching yeah. yourself. Yeah, I was. Wow. You learn. Yes, you absolutely. And you learn all absolutely. these different things as you read. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then from there, um, I was asked to lead another class of young, not young married, married women mm. about my age at that time. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. late 20s, early 30s. Okay. Maybe. And it was Doris Sanders. And I said, no, I can't do it. You know, mm. one of these Moses things, mm-hmm. I can't do it, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And she says, you can. Mm. And Doris was really an encourager. Mm. And in fact, what she did was, at that time, our curriculum was consistent throughout all the different adult classes. Okay, okay. So she would have a teach-to-trainer, teach-to-teacher class wow. once a week. Okay. We would meet and would actually go through a dry run. Wow of the class and then if we wanted to add some things to it or whatever and that really was a good um training or basis for yeah, that you know yeah. that that gave you a little bit more confidence yeah and it and it started you early into the lesson because mm-hmm. sometimes we do last minute and we wait to the last mm-hmm, time you mm-hmm, know just mm-hmm. to 
oh, let me go over my notes kind of thing, rather than um, she made us prepare way ahead of time wow. for that. So that worked out really nice. And then, you know, different roles in the church. So by that, so was it when you started to take on a more heavier teaching role in Sunday school and you were getting in the word more, would you say it was, it was in that time frame where you kind of yeah, got more th- grounded yes, right. and your relationship sure. with God for really sure. was like, and then you know, yeah. you, you have kids that are growing. And you're praying for these kids, right? Oh yeah. You know, like when first Jason first went on his solo That's, car ride, wow. I prayed oh, for that. Oh man, no accident. Yeah. First date, yeah. no accident. <laughs> <laughs> so, so would you say at age 11 though, when you first heard the message of Christ coming to die for our sins, raising from the grave, ascending to the throne, and to the the message to repent of our sins, trust in Him? Like, would you say that like? You understood it on an intellectual level, but but did you do? You, would you also say you believed that in your heart, though? I had believed it, but I think it was a, a seed that needed okay, to, yeah. to to yeah. to grow. So you could have, yeah. So so you would say, and that's why you say you you believe you've been a Christian since fifty seven mm. because you had trusted in Christ, like you knew enough where that it was only by Christ that you could be saved, that you right. could be united with God, and that apart from Him you'd be under His wrath. And, and so, but until then, it's kind of crazy how you, looking back on life, um, it was that seed that did need to be nurtured. And perhaps through these providential people, uh, God putting people like Ethel in your life and then Richard at work and, and probably many others along the way, there was oh, like many, this, many almost like, a, I think of the text when Jesus says, no one comes to me unless the father draws him. It almost seems like God has just been drawing you and drawing you and drawing you. And, and another big factor yeah. is WMU. Okay, 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 yeah. Because Joyce got us into WMU. Okay. Yeah. And um, as I grew in WMU and the the network there mm. and the things that we did through WMU, yeah. becoming aware of what God is doing around the world mm-hmm. and through missions, mm-hmm. um, that be, and I went on mission trips later right, right. as I was a little older. Yeah, yeah. Went to Tijuana yeah. in San Diego. Yeah. Um, to Alabama. Wow. Wow. And what was the other one? Omaha, Nebraska. Mm. First time on an Indian reservation, saw what it mm. was like. Yeah. First time in a predominantly black neighborhood mm. and working with school kids in a very predominantly black area. Yeah. Um, seeing their needs. Um, in Tijuana, I saw shanty towns. Mm. Um, really sad, impoverished. Wow people impoverished and they were neglected by the Mexican government because mm. these were immigrants from Central America mm. El Salvadorian you know from Salvador yeah uh, from Honduras from Guatemala wow and they had no medical care mm. um, they were nobodies wow you know and so kind of opens your eyes <coughs> yes. to needs yes and then my Air Force job allowed me to do to travel wow um, in the Pacific as well as in Alaska. And the nice thing was that um, I was able to do workshops for WMU mm. in Guam. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was nice. <laughs> Sorry. That's all good. Yeah, I turned this off. You're good, you're good. We keep all that good stuff. We don't edit those things out. <laughs> and, um, so, you know, it's it's been a real um, journey. journey. Absolutely. And I think that's so true, like of the Christian faith, like how you're sharing. It's like there is this progression, you know, and 
as we journey with Christ, like it, it, it does that relationship, it does become clearer as we go. And I think even evidence that your heart, you have such a heart for the mission, uh, the great commission, treating that great, that, that is good assurance and evidence that, I mean, Christ truly has touched you, you know, that message yeah. has really and taken root. Around yeah. Too, Cause like when, on one trip, I remember I was at Guam yeah. and I said, I gotta go to church. So I knew there was Calvary Baptist there. Okay. And I looked around and I said, one Episcopalian, I dragged them all with me to a Baptist church, <laughs> one Episcopalian and two Catholics. And I go, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How and did I, that turn out? <laughs> turned out good. Oh, praise God. I said, okay, I got two Catholics here. And then mm. another time in Korea, I actually took my Catholic friend. She would go to mass uh-huh. and I would go to the Protestant service. Uh-huh. I got her to start reading the Bible. Yes. And she is in a very um, ardent mm. Christ follower. Oh, praise God. In the D.C. area. Oh, praise They're God. They're active in their church. And, and she's in an evangelical church with her husband. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, just listening to you and even just sharing that, I just, I'm so reminded and encouraged by the power of the word of God. Because you mentioned it was when you started getting more into the word. You know, and God was using this Sunday school curriculum and whatnot, but it was the power of the scriptures, you mm-hmm. know, making himself clear and um, breathing life. And just like for your friend, uh, your Catholic friend, that you, you just started to introduce or get her into, into, into the word. And I love hearing stories of how um, when God regenerates a person or when, when conversion happens, it's, it's I mean, that's always how it's going to be. It's never going to be by just an emotional feeling or just even some false assurance from a guy saying if you pray this prayer or do this you're saved it really is always going to be by us trusting in christ through the the power of his word and so i really appreciate hearing that in your story and and you know i think i think that's encouraging though because there 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 perhaps there are people listening and i know that there's people in our church right now or um even brothers and sisters who profess to be christians that i know in my circles that they're struggling right now with um the understanding their conversion or their ju- their own journey um, and how often it is to just kind of bring them back to the basics of the faith in the scriptures, though, in the word uh, to see what it truly means to be a, a Christ follower, like you said. Well, and you know, so just, God is good. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. he's going to cover you. And yeah. He's going to walk you through. I mean, you're going to have some times of doubt. Of course. Yeah. But um, he's always there. Mm. That's all I say. And then I have. Um, <coughs> well, how did you get? So if we can shift, not shift gears too much, but um, you came. Okay, so when Richard said to come back here, you meant here, like New Uwanu Baptist. Okay, yeah. This is so always just, home. Okay, this is always home. Amen. That's neat. Although um, there was a pastor that wanted me to go over to another church to help him <laughs> out, and I said, "No, I don't think so." <laughs> okay, so when you moved back from Michigan, you got to Hickam, Richard dragged you back here you got here um and you started getting plugged in do, do you remember how so how long has you, have you been a member since uh, i came back yeah so that so 57 you got baptized you got married and 78 then, 78 okay awesome yeah yeah no because i was um i came back in about 75 mm. You know, okay. But I didn't officially come back right right, I right. I could yeah just you said come you came back. out to the island but you weren't going to church at the yeah, time for, i mean i bounced around yeah so we've heard already that you you helped in sunday school you helped with wmu um just just 
just for the sake of reminiscing and even kind of remembering what else what other roles did you play in the church like <laughs> she had a little sigh there i think there's too many hats right now <laughs> but it's good it's, it's i think it's I encouraging to hear my hr background i've served okay. on the personal, personal committee which which you still do now which yeah? i still do okay. now i'm okay. going to transfer that soon okay um i we started the um neighborhood watch mm. i was on the um, Oahu Baptist Network for a while. And we used to be the Honolulu Windward Association, Baptist Association, that merged with the um, central one. So we became the Oahu Baptist Network. Mm. That was a little rough. You know, I mean, oh, that, 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 that merge of the two associations. But... Um, and then I was on a long-term five-year plan, kind of master mm. plan of where we were going to share our growth with the convention. Mm. So I've been in and out of committees and yeah. stuff like that. So and locally, or yeah. that's that you did, you not only served in the local church, but you did a lot of convention work as well. Well, part convention, part, and convention. part, part um, associational work. Okay. Okay. And through that, I met a lot of wonderful saints Mm. You know, and I saw their strengths and I saw how they were, um, their love for the Lord, mm. you know, and it, it's good. It's good. Mm. Um, I think one of the things I need to tell our people is don't be afraid to step up and serve mm. and to stretch your wings because mm. the Lord will carry you through. Amen. Amen. You have talents that people need. That's right. You know. That's right. And I, I like this verse that I got in a card, First Peter four ten, which says, "Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others, mm. as faithful stewards of God's grace." And I really feel that God put us here to serve Him. Mm, and like that song that I love, that we have a mission. Mm. You know that. That, and that's to share the gospel however way we can with whatever mm. talents we have. Mm. And so don't don't stay in a shell. Network yeah. with people um, and you'll see how you can be plugged in. Amen. I like that varied grace. Yeah. Just, wow. That's a great verse. First Peter 4.10. Is that, so yeah, I was going to ask um, a significant verse in your life. Is that, is that one? I got too many. See, yeah, there's all these lists there. I, I wrote down some, you know, like but yeah, for my share. kids. For yeah, my let's kids, get into I would that. like Deuteronomy 6 5, which is mm. classic. You know, mm. love the Lord with all your heart mm. um, and with all your soul and with all your strength. And of course, seek ye the kingdom. But mm. of late, I have had to use Joshua 1 9. Oh. And that is be strong and of good courage. Don't be afraid, mm. neither be thou dismayed. Mm. For the Lord thy God is with you wherever mm. you go. Amen. And we have a lot of people that are kind of down, people that are suffering yeah. pe physically or whatever, and they're afraid. Like right now, my friend is going to surgery. Yeah. And so she was so nervous. She was so scared. And I said, you know, you need to be strong. Mm. You need to be strong. The God is there. Mm -hmm. You need to have that peace. Yes. And so I guess because I'm older now. Yes. And so that resonates a lot now. Wow. Joshua 1.9. Joshua 1.9. Amen. And of course you have, you know, Philippians 4.6. Don't be anxious about anything. Mm. But in every situation by prayer and petition with mm. thanksgiving, present your request. I love that verse. And the one I liked too was in 1 Corinthians 10.31. When I was helping 
um, set up peacemaker ministry workshops here on the island mm. way back when. Seems so like yesterday, but mm. um, one of the first things is that whatever we do, we do in the glory of God, Amen. to the glory of God. Yeah. So the verse actually says, so whether you eat or drink mm. or where, whatever you do, mm. Do it all for the glory of God. Amen. And that's our focus. Whether Amen. we're in conflict with people or whatever, <sighs> our focus is on not you that's or right. the other party. That's right. But it's for His glory. Amen. You know. Amen. And that's another thing I had done before. That's a great pat. Mama Van, you, you embody that passage well. It is whether you and not just a coin on words because you serve us food all the time. You know, like really, it's. It's because you do so much. What I love how First Peter four ten resonates with you, and and First Corinthians ten thirty one because it it encapsulates your life. I don't even know if I said that right, but it captures your life so well. I um, because you you're one of those rare people who I think um, you have served in various ways, um, but I love the consistency in that it's it's all for the glory of God, like. However, whatever the Lord wants to use me, um, it's all for the glory of God. And, and I think I take that to heart, and I hope that, that our hearers will take that to heart because sometimes people might belittle the whatever we do. They might think, well, you know, I'm not preaching, or I'm not, I'm not a missionary, or I'm not mm-hmm. leading worship in the... Fu- I don't have this public, you know, role. Right. Um, but no, it's everything that yeah, we're doing... Do eating, drinking, behind the scenes, sweeping the floor, um, picking up kids to bring them to a mission at a school, at a Sunday school. It's all like, you know, Ethel Chong, right? She she pick up, she put people in the car. That was something that seems so small, but you don't recognize the, the massive ripple effect that is for the glory of God and how it shaped you to be who you are today. So I just... Man, you're reading those verses, and I'm just like, I see live testimony of that in front of me, and I praise God for that. So thank yeah, you. That's, that's, thank you. That's one that I, and that re- bring, brings up the thing that I think I was really, I was scared because once upon a time I was asked to mediate. Mm. I got this call long distance from California mm. and said, Leanne, I want you to help be my co-mediator. I said, what for? He says, I've got a case. I'm flying over. I want you to be the second chair. And I thought about it, and I thought about it. I said, I don't think so, because this was mediating between two pastors. Oh, geez. Wow, that's a heavy a situation. That was dying. Oh, man. Tough and so stuff. He was flying in, because we were sisters with um, California Baptists. Mm. So he was flying in, mm. and he, wa- he knew ho- who I was. And he says, I want you to be the second chair. And I said, no, I don't think so. Mm. And I prayed about it, and I said, he says, you can do it. I said, okay. And we went through that. There were a lot of tears, a lot Mm. of scripture. Mm. um, And we were ready to settle down Mm. and come down with an agreement, you know, a mediated agreement. And I knew that something was wrong. Hmm. So we caucused, you know, we separate the two. And the one, I sat down and I said, for whatever reason, something is being held back. I mm. just know that. It was almost like a instinctual thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I just yeah, felt could like, sense like I a, could a sense a grudge or a bitterness or something yeah, was there. Yeah, wasn't. And then he poured it all out crying. Wow. Okay. So then wow. we brought in the other pastor and we said, you know, we're not really settled yet because we have this situation and that situation. 
Wow. And they did it. Wow. And they praise God. Agreed to it. They apologized to their families. Wow. Praise to their the congregation. Lord. They oh, brought the wow. people back that left the church. Wow. Oh, um, man. It was such a joy to hear. That is powerful. That, oh, man. But I was so reluctant because these three guys were seminary trained. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. just a lowly bloke. Hey, me too. <laughs> you know, I'm not seminary trained. And me too. <laughs> I just, uh, I just, I'm, you know, I was just going through a second chair. Hey, and I thought, the Lord uses well, unschooled and ordinary people. There, That's you right. You know, because that was a key point. Yeah, massively key. And it wasn't me. It was like God telling me something is not quite right yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it turned out really good. Oh, man. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they yeah. shall be called children of God, man. And amen. Oh, that's such a powerful story. I, You know, growing up, uh, not just growing up in church, but being a part, I, I was thrown into the ministry at a very young age, and I've had my share of uh, dramas and things like that within the church. And, and gosh, I, I mean, just, I, just hearing that testimony and that story um, is very strengthening because oftentimes it doesn't end like that. And so praise God for his faithfulness through his people. And, um, you know, well, since we're talking about kind of a little bit more of a, on a heavier note, um, with, you know, mediation and things like that, uh, just in your years here at the church, I'm sure you've seen tremendous ups and downs. I mean, I, I, I've, I've already come to learn and know that with many of the, the members that I've interviewed with who've been here for, for decades and, um, and and one one thing that you're still here and, and just with joy is is a testimony in and of itself that uh, you're not going to just dip out or flake you know um, but in in the, that duration of time you've been here are there some maybe harder memories or difficulties that you don't mind sharing with us that you perhaps maybe just had to like for you personally this was very trying um, it was really a work on your character. Uh, or it was a very difficult time for you um, being a member of this church? Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I was a personnel. Yes. I am. Yeah. In my civilian life, my other life, I'm an <laughs> HR person. Um, I am. So. Not that we, we change our lives as Christians. Yeah, <laughs> we, uh, we, you know, it straddles yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. God just has to. Yeah. Yeah, there were some down times. Okay. Um, you know, you just have to discipline when you have to discipline. Mm. We've had some cases where we've had to let people go mm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And it was very hard. Mm. Um, and then there were disputes mm. that um, we had within the church body. Mm. And it got very heated sometimes. Mm. And sometimes our business meetings get, in the old days, got a little heated. Um, but God is good. I mm. mean, we work through those things. Um, yeah. It, 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 is, it is well. It mm-hmm. is well. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And there are joys, too. You know, I think we forget that we have grown missions here. Um, our Chinese mis- language mission. Mm-hmm. Was a baby. Mm-hmm. Now they're, they're now they have their own their church. own church. Yep. And so we still have a connection to the Hawaii Chinese Baptists. Mm. Um, we invested in the Hawaii Gospel Center in mm-hmm. Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Um, we provided seed money for them. Mm-hmm. They don't have a. They're not church church, mm-hmm. but they have an outreach to the community there by yeah. doing translation services, yeah. Yeah. by um, giving them English skills, computer yeah. skills, and stuff. So we had 
as a church, we should be proud that we've provided seed money. Yeah. But sometimes yeah, it hasn't been easy when it has to do with finances, mm. when it has to do with, um, and people, we're all f- fallible. Yep. Yep. You know, we have, we have egos, we have things that we have to deal with. You yeah. know, and you go home and you say, why did so-and-so say that for you? Mm-hmm, he says, mm-hmm. well, just give it up to God, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm human. I, I yes. hang on to those things yeah. sometimes, too, a little too long. Mm. But God works it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, man. Um, yeah, in those, uh, you mentioned that in the older days, business meetings were a little rough. I mean, I guess that means nowadays business meetings uh, oh, have a little soup. bit more. Duck soup. <laughs> duck soup. No, you know, I was just talking to one of the members the other day, just saying like how um, how enjoyable it is to hear so much laughter in the business. I mean, not that we're like not taking things seriously, but they're, you know, I've even heard from older members sharing with me how they sense such a sweeter spirit um, now. And I think that's like just a great testimony of God's grace, you know, and there's seasons, like you said, there's t- that, like in the, even in those olden days, though there was hard times, there was moments of real joy. Um, and so I, I think it's just, a, I love that um, if anyone's listening and maybe perhaps they, they're a new Christian um, or they just recently joined the church, just to know that once you become a Christian, that doesn't mean that the, the journey is there's no suffering yeah there's no pain there's not there's no hardships now and um i think that's that's such a false uh picture to paint because i think some preachers preach that kind of stuff like you know once you come to the lord and you receive him everything is just heavenly bliss you're skipping through the meadows and you have financial security and there's no more drama and um and and that's not that's not the case you know and uh, i love that the bible is not silent about uh the difficult things in life mm-hmm. um and so it speaks a lot about suffering and so i appreciate you sharing um in that suffering in the life of this church and just kind of being we- willing to weather it out and and really clinging to the promise that you know god's with us and um and it's not yeah. our timing mm-hmm. Remember that him that's beautiful in his that's time good. in mm, his time yes i love that he'll him. make all things beautiful in his time that's right that's part of the romance man gotta go through the suffering um I appreciate that. Uh, on a lighter note, any um, just fun memories, uh, silly memories, or just, you know, on this property, or just anything that comes to mind that you just is, like, really thankful for? I think the joys of seeing children. Oh, man. And the, the children discovering things, you know, like yeah. when we're doing missions, education, yeah. um, even doing dances of the middle east and stuff like that <laughs> just learning things and just fun stuff yeah. you know i think i don't have an exact example of yeah, it but yeah, it's yeah. just joyful to see them um be happy and yes. learning yes learning about what god is doing amen. in all places amen you know? yeah and those aha moments of just yeah. like god almost op- like opening their eyes those opening eye moments of who he is and how beautiful he is and just yeah, all that he's doing around the world. Yeah. I was so encouraged by this past business meeting, Christy Dort's right, report, right. right, with what the chil- how That's the children great. are. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, this year we have three seniors going, and they were all in our children in action classes. Mm. And one of them has an older brother that was also introduced to missions, mm-hmm. and he went to Pakistan two or three times already wow. during his college years. Okay, you know, so it's good to see that the seeds are planted. Yes. And I think as um, members of our church, we need to promote that. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, and not just say that's not my job. Mm-hmm. It's our job. That's right. It's our mission. That's right. You know, yes. To to help the younger generation know what it's like. Absolutely. To um, view others with pa- compassion, and that's why I'm really. Um, you know, when we have our international studies every mm-hmm. December or when we have we pray for other people, you learn about what's happening outside of your four walls. Yep. Yeah. And that's really important. Yeah. And then you link up with people. Yeah. There. Yeah. Amen. Beautiful. Yeah, I love I love hearing the children uh, running around and mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. I, I I agree with you. That is uh and praise God for um, his faithfulness here at our local church to faithfully bring children and and young people through and so amen yeah Yeah. i think i think they learn a lot amen um since we're speaking on that no well i i'm going to backtrack a little bit i I noticed we skipped one thing that i wanted to ask you about but a particular um hymn or song you know (laughs) just let it rip and i think of late i like the song ten thousand reasons oh okay that's the lord oh my soul yes yeah Um, yeah it's it's just there's so many songs. Oh man, that, um, I told I told Ross, don't forget the servant song now. <laughs> <laughs> I said play it for my memorial, oh. you know. Oh, you want that song? Yeah. No, I I keep changing. You keep changing your memorial song. <laughs> so, but I love bless the Lord of my soul. Okay, you know, worship His holy name. Yes, yeah, yes. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I'll worship. Amen. Him. And when the sun comes up, it's a new day dawning. It's time to sing your song again. Mm. Whatever may pass, mm. whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the evening comes. Wow. Yeah. You know, and I think the second verse, which is, you're rich in love. Yes. And you're slow to anger. Mm. Your name is great and your heart is kind. Wow. For all your goodness, I will keep on singing 10,000 reasons for my heart to find. Wow. And the last one is for me as I get old. Mm. And on that day when my strength is failing wow. and the end draws near and my time has come, mm. still my soul will sing your praise unending wow. 10,000 years and then forevermore. Mm. So it's just a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard it earlier, way earlier mm. at a friend's memorial. Mm-hmm. And my dear sister, Deanna and I, yeah. when we were planning her memorial, yeah. um, we both said this song as our first song. Wow. So we did have it at her going home service. Yeah, it was a great so it's service. Just, it's a reminder that God is always there with for us. Amen, man. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. But there are oh. a lot of classics like Amazing Grace. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. Great is Thy Faithfulness, yes. How Great Thou Art. Yes. I'll yes. let the kids choose that. <laughs> uh, something I think I'm learning as I... Uh, as I, as I get to sit down with brothers and sisters who, o- over the years when you've walked with the Lord for some time, um, what's difficult is to have a favorite verse and a favorite song <laughs> because you no just, such thing. there's no, there's no such thing. They're all uh, favorites. They're all favorites because there's so much different, uh, seasons of life yeah. that our soul needs yeah. to sing a different tune. Yeah. Yeah. Well, amen. Amen. Well, that's, I love that song as well. Plus, uh, 10,000 reasons. Yeah. Ooh, Rich, um, as we kind of near the end, uh, life lessons, gems that you might want to share um, if, if you're speaking to the younger generation or just even brothers and sisters in our church right now. I would, I would, you know, even not younger, like 
can you know brothers and sisters that you just are know maybe are in your season right now too just any any kind of just gems you want to just throw out there i think the deuteronomy verse is good love the lord with all your heart amen you know um and don't be afraid to open up to mm. the lord and to share and just um i know this is a secular term but network okay yeah you know, link up with people yeah yeah you know don't hide in your closet right right you know share with others yeah so that others can minister to you that's or right you can minister to others you know that's right um i guess because i'm i was an i and now i'm an e <laughs> <laughs> introvert versus yeah, extrovert yeah, yeah. you know and and it's a it's a growth process uh -huh. you know um remember what moses said i can't do it i can't speak well eventually you're going to speak you that's know? right god that's will right. provide that's right that's right surrender yeah Amen. And that's that's something I think um, that's a great word because I think we're living in times too that it's just so much easier to isolate yourself. Mm -hmm. um, it's so much more convenient to just let things be super, maybe just on a screen um, and just to kind of sit in, sit in your own bubble. Um, and so that's a good word, I think. And one of the things you know? I try to do is that I try to write a note to somebody once a week because mm. I remember when I was in Korea I was on a remote tour mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I saw how these men and women that were military members were anxiously opening up their mailboxes to look for a letter Wow! You know, so wow. when you have friends and relatives away from home drop them a note but Amen. even here on island I just did one to a friend that's in a nursing facility you know and I tried to just drop a note. Hi, That's how right. are you doing? Yeah. We miss you. Yeah. It's it's connecting with people. That's right. And that's very, very That's important. right. I mean, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Love your neighbor mm -hmm. as yourself. I mean, we were created to be in community. There's mm -hmm. no such thing as solo mm -hmm. Christianity. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so profound. And it might sound simple. It might sound simplistic, but we'd be surprised perhaps uh, how not connected we are with our brothers and sisters locally and globally and i think that's something even just for my own soul as i've been praying not just for our local church here in Uwanu. i mean being one of the pastors it's a lot of times it's so easy to just consume my prayers with just our church but to always remember that we're a small part of a bigger whole and i like that word used to, to be networked in such a way where we're we really are kingdom-minded you know, this is about the nations. Like, this is about advancing the gospel everywhere around the globe and to just be blown away. And it's breathtaking to think that we're a part of that. And I think that I, I love seeing that in your life, how at such a young age, God awakened you to marvel at the grandness of his plan to, to be mission around the world. And so I, I praise God for your faithfulness to not only speak those words, but you guys, Mama Ben is embodying that right now very well. well. I thank so the saints keep on. too, yeah. you know, I mean, the mentors yeah. and the saints that have yes. gone before. Oh, yes. Because they Amen. were instrumental in, right? in that relationship, building yep. that relationship yep. too. Just paving the way, passing mm -hmm. the baton, mm -hmm. and uh, help us, Lord, to keep going, yeah? To keep running faithfully. Um, this is great. A anything else that just on your heart, you know, that's... And, it, and it's not like, you know, you can't, <laughs> you, you want to talk more to Mama Ben, just come church on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Too much to 
much to say. No, I love it. I love it. No, this is great. Uh, well, amidst the many verses that you spit out, First um, Corinthians ten thirty one stuck out as I listened uh, to you through your interview. Do you mind if I read that text for us to close? Go ahead. That's great. All right. First Corinthians uh, chapter ten verse thirty one. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Amen. 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 That's great. Okay, guys. Thank you. Check you soon. <laughs>